This episode of CBO Speaks is brought to you by Kaufman Hall. Learn about their strategic and financial consulting services and Axiom planning software by visiting kaufmanhall.com forward slash higher education. Welcome to CBO Speaks, a podcast from the National Association of College and University Business Officers. I'm President and CEO John Walda, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in today. Our mission with this podcast is for you to gain greater insight into the challenges and rewards of the Chief Business Officer role. Find out more from today's episode at www.nakubo.org. and welcome back to CBO Speaks. Thanks so much for being here. My name is Megan Strand, your host, and I'm here today with Mike Maher, Executive Vice President for Administrative Services and Treasurer at Lakeland Community College. Welcome, Mike. Hey, hello, Megan. How are you? I'm great. I wonder if you could start out today by sharing your story about how you ended up in higher education as a career. Was it always your ambition to serve as a CBO or did that happen more organically? Oh, let's let's say that was super organically. Uh, I when I started my career professionally, I never thought I would be in higher ed. Um, I was a practicing CPA in a international CPA firm, what's currently known as PricewaterhouseCoopers. Uh, left there as a senior ma- manager, went to a Fortune 500 company that was acquired by Warren Buffett, and I was the director of audit for a number of years and. Uh, uh, then uh, I got downsized out uh, for different reasons, and that's when I was able to network uh, with the current president of Lakeland, who was then the chief business officer, and we were able to uh, come into Lakeland first as the director of business services and 15 years ago uh, as the chief business officer. So it's, it's, it, it is all organic. Uh, nothing said I was going to make a career in higher ed. How do you feel that those first jobs in corporate America, if you will, shaped your focus today as a CBO? I think they were outstanding ways for me to get ready for higher ed. Being a practicing CPA, I had the opportunity to work in a lot of different environments, none of which was higher ed, but uh, very different environments working with all types of people uh, whether they were whether it was small businesses or very large significant organizations, and I think that that uh, adaptability to working in different environments really helped me out uh, here at Lakeland. And I think the other thing too is that I think the cornerstone of a chief business officer is uh, has to be in their interpersonal skills. And so this uh, so that background really was a was also a pivoting uh, asset for me. When you first came to Lakeland, what surprised you about the higher ed environment? What was different than corporate? It's huge. In the corporate world, again, worked for a Fortune 500 company, and the motto expressed by the CEO and COO is, business is war. You do not offer anything to a competitor. They are the enemy. I mean, it's 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 so focused that way. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And as compared to higher ed, the thing that just immediately surprised me was how collaborative, uh, institutions are. And, uh, we, we may compete for the same student, but at least where I am in my neck of the woods, uh, 
Uh, we're very collaborative uh, in many efforts, and we share uh, experiences and and try to work together on things. So to me, that was a huge different co- difference culturally. I wonder. I wonder if you can reflect a little bit about. Do you do you have colleagues that work at four-year institutions that you communicate with on a regular basis? Do you stick mostly with the community college crowd in terms of other CBOs that you're networking with? Uh, it's it's a mix. Um, it really is a mix, Megan. Uh, I'm also very thankful that as soon as I got involved in higher ed, the gentleman that's the current president who was at originally the chief business officer, Mm -hmm. really promoted uh, opportunities to work with Nakubo and Kakubo, which is the regional group. And even though I have a focus in with uh, folks in the community college sector, I have many contacts on the university level, and uh, we do bounce off stuff on a statewide perspective when we're dealing with state policy you know, you have to work with your partners. And so you develop respect and trust. And so I consider myself being able to work with both constituents and I have mentors and friends in both areas. What do you think that community college is doing right that maybe four-year institutions could take a look at as a best practice? Each institutional sector serves a purpose. So our, you know, our focus is on serving the community around us, and uh, it's focused on not only degree attainment, but significant workforce development. You know, my counterparts at the university level obviously focus on degree attainment, but also do a lot of research. Mm. So it's a little bit of a mixed bag, but I don't want to speak on behalf of my fellow brethren, but I think a general uh, observation I have over the years is that our size, and, and Lakeland is about is basically a medium-sized community college. We have the ability to be nimble and quick. We're a much leaner organization, uh, significantly leaner organization, and so we can uh, really address an issue very fast. I want to switch gears just a little bit here. When you're when you're looking back over your career, Mike, can you think of what the biggest aha moment? was for you as it relates to your career as a CBO? Oh, absolutely. For me, interpersonally, it was uh, learning, embracing uh, the basics of what I call emotional intelligence or what the world calls emotional intelligence. Mm. Um, That's had a very profound influence on me. And frankly, my exposure to it occurred through attending a a Nakubo two-day workshop about 20 years ago. It was a workshop that, number one, made me learn a lot about myself as a person and what makes me tick based on my behavioral style. But most importantly, it taught me how to better understand how other people tick based on their behavioral styles and to use that as an advantage to positively work through teamwork. So for me, that was, uh, I think, my biggest aha moment. I think if I want to say another moment is just coming from a manufacturing background and coming to higher ed and maybe, you know, whether I think this is in all aspects is you can see, you know, you see that you're changing people's lives. And so being able to see, in my case, underserved students graduating, basically succeeding in life, that's heartfelt for me. So those are I think those are my two biggest. You mentioned the president of your uni- of of Lakeland, but who has served as a professional mentor to you, and what do you feel that you've learned from them? I've got a 
couple of different mentors. And again, one is the president, but you can only use that so much uh, because they have a role to fill. And there's some things that you just you don't want to, to broach with them. So one of my best mentors is uh, the former provost uh, here at Lakeland, who's now retired. And I'm really able to bounce off a lot of what I'll call frustrations. There are other leaders in uh, the community college sector that I also do this with and a person or two on the university level. And again, when I'm facing what I would call an internal crisis or maybe uh, I'm getting agitated by something and I need to clear my head, those folks really help me out a lot. They, they really get me grounded and get me cleared out so that I can approach whatever that obstacle is. Do you feel that you serve as a mentor to others or, or how do you try to do that if, if so? Yeah, I, I hope so. The biggest surprise coming into higher ed was the collaboration. And so I've, I've tried to maximize that significantly at the state level, uh, but then also uh, through Nakubo. And I think and I hope that if you talk to folks in the state of Ohio, they would say that I've been a very good mentor to my counterparts and to other executives at other institutions uh, in terms of just helping them uh, problem solve or just, you know, just talking to them. You were talking a little bit about frustrations and, and using your mentors as, as a feedback loop there. But talk a little bit about the, the aspect of your work right now that you're most excited about. Hey, I tell you what, Megan, I love being a CBO. I mean, I'm serious. That's uh, great. I really wake up. I, I enjoy challenges. And this job is all about challenges. So uh, right now, uh, as compared to five years ago, five years ago, Lakeland did not have any partnerships with other universities. We're in a small county in Ohio, but our students don't have a lot of access quickly. Uh, they have to go to downtown Cleveland basically to get or out, or out of county to get into another institution of higher ed. I think I played a pivotal role with the president and the provost, where six years ago we created a university partnership center. Uh, and now six years later, we have 1,000 students in the county coming to Lakeland, working with uh, nine or 10 different university partners, offering over 30 programs uh, where they can obtain their bachelor's or master's. And it's wow. It's really uh, been a great success. And it's and it met a significant need of the community, something that uh, the community always wanted. I this this medium sized community college basically seven years ago uh, was recognized as a leader in energy conservation. We had at that time by sightlines recognized us as having one of the best energy footprints. So that was that's a passion of mine. And then I think the other thing that I never expected to do is uh, I think in recognition of what I've done here at Lakeland, I now I've been serving for several years at a, uh, a local uh, community health system that has a couple of hospitals and surgical centers. And I currently serve as vice chair and will be chair next year. So that's been also very rewarding. And I think that's attributable to uh, what I've done here at Lakeland. Sounds like you are dealing with a very wide breadth of topics. That's what that's what, that's the fun about this job. It really is. You're, you're never going to be bored in this job. You, I, I mean, and when I talk to my counterparts, I think they all say the same thing. You sort of referenced this before. What keeps you up at night? What do you, what worries you as you're looking 
out over all of these topics? Okay. I talked about emotional intelligence before. So my behavioral style is controller first, analyst second. And so fortunately or unfortunately, I've got a driving need to be in control, but also that helps me out where I'd like to be in uh, situations that maybe have chaos or conflict so that I can uh, sort through it and make it work. But I also focus on, on driving quality and efficiency. So a lot of times that can be overwhelming and that ca- can cause uh, sleepless nights. And that's when I need to you know, bounce off my concerns and worries to uh, a close group of, of friends and mentors. Any resources there to share with people who are listening about if they know nothing about emotional intelligence other than the fact that it exists? Well, you know what? I would say that you can start out with uh, start out with Nakubo and uh, with the regionals, whether it's Kakubo or Sakubo or Iakubo. Most of the organizations in their annual meetings do have tracks that that deal with it. They may not call it emotional intelligence. They may call it understanding behavioral styles, understanding leadership styles. But what's really neat is that the business officers nationally and regionally have put effort into this. There are some good organizations within Nakubo and the regionals that do uh, promote it. I would encourage people to really use that as one way to enhance their education. I think it makes a big difference in life. Yeah, it sounds like it's something that can be applicable in any situation if you're dealing with people. Any situation. You you had talked earlier in the podcast about the colleagues that you have across different levels of university setting, whether it's community college or four-year institution. As you're talking to those colleagues, what would you say the common challenge is that you all share? Bouncing a lot of balls at the same time with a good chunk of them being high risk that has uh, financial implications to the sustainability of the campus. And uh, again, I've got to congratulate a lot of the colleagues and the support of the Kubo and the regionals where we have opportunities to get together to network to uh, share those stories and whether those stories are regarding significant cuts in state funding or uh, significant competition from the for-profits or dealing with uh, student financial aid issues in the Department of, of Ed, all those and a number of others. There's this complexity of the job, which is a challenge. It could get the best of you, but if you embrace challenge, you can make a difference. Uh, again, that's. I, I hope that's answering the question. Absolutely. Anything else you'd like to share today, Mike, that I haven't asked? Hopefully people are passionate about what they do. If they're not, they're not in the right calling. But I think the and maybe maybe it's unique to us, but I think as a uh, as a leader, you need to really listen to all folks in your organization. And to me, it doesn't matter whether it's a custodian, or the provost, or a student, or a U.S. senator. And to always listen to people, and frankly, then to thank people always about the job that they're doing. Uh, you really need to recognize folks. I think those are really important things to to carry forward going, you know, with anybody. Thank you so much, Mike, for your time and for sharing just a little bit of your personal journey with us. Okay. Thank you, Megan. Have a great day. You can find out more about Mike and today's episode by visiting the distance learning section of nakubo.org. 
Make sure you subscribe to CBO Speaks in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts so that you'll get the latest episodes instantly. And on behalf of Mike and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of CBO Speaks. This episode of CBO Speaks is brought to you by Kaufman Hall. Learn about their strategic and financial consulting services and Axiom planning software by visiting kaufmanhall.com forward slash higher education. Thank you.